Well, he does, and I left. <laughs> I, I told you I'm an introvert, and uh, that was enough said. Prayer is the language of the poor. If you can cry, you can pray. If you can smash your fist in anger on the table, you can pray. If all you have is a groan that comes out of your body, God will listen. He will hear you. Prayer is the language of the poor. The third reason why um, I plan prayer times. I, I, I need to go to bed at a certain time. I need to put some clothing out so that I can get up and step into them and leave the room without disturbing my wife. It's because prayer commands change. Jesus teaches them to pray, and he says, um, say this, Father, and that's, that's a good place to start, just identify who you're praying to. It's good communication skills. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Sounds, I mean, that's beautiful. Sounds like praise. It sounds um, like affirmation. The only thing is that it's not. In the original Greek, um, which is very hard to translate, there's something called the third-person imperative. Now, to understand that, what you've got to do is, uh, after the service, just find one of our clergy straight out of Bible school, and they'll tell you what the third-person imperative in Greek means. Once you get that information, read the text, and what you'll understand is that what it's saying is, is what scholars call a soft command towards God. It's asking God to act, to move. So it's, Lord, you are holy. We need to see this. It's only when I see your holiness will my heart be transformed, will this world be transformed. You need to do something, Lord. Move, please. God, if your kingdom smashes down on this earth, everything will change. Life as we know it will be different. Lord, only you can do this. Would you act in this world? Will your will be done? Father, there's no other way. Can you bring this change? It's a soft command where we ask God to do that which he wants to do. Why would he call us to ask him <laughs> to do things that he really, really wants to do? I have no idea. But I know it's a privilege. Uh, a few years ago, my um, wife came up to me super casually, and said, I think we should have um, another child. I think we should adopt another child. Another, that's the key word here, because we had already adopted. Then we had our own like, home DIY baby. <laughs> so as far as I was concerned, we had done our part in transforming society. That was it. Why would we voluntarily outnumber ourselves? And... Um, <laughs> My only, my only course of action was to go into the prayer room every night and just pray to God. Lord, would you speak some sense into her? <laughs> Father, this cannot happen. Lord, if you send us a baby, that child better be carrying a pack of cigarettes in his hand because that's what I'll be doing to cope with the stress. <laughs> I, I, in my prayers, I'm, I'm, I'm honest with God. I just get it all out. I find that works best. He knows everything anyway. 
Um, as I was in that season of, of praying against my wife, <laughs> suddenly I started reading all these newspaper articles about the plight of children in the country and the need for fostering and adopting. Everywhere I went, I suddenly started bumping into social workers. I kid you not, on a Friday night, I like to go inline skating uh, in the streets of London with a group of friends of mine. A social worker comes skating next to me and tells me about the needs of children in the United Kingdom. <laughs> so my prayers changed. I said, Lord, there's a big problem here. You need to do something. <laughs> you need to send some people, Father, because it's serious. You need to act. Would you bring some change, Lord? And I don't know the day, I don't know where it was, but my prayers shifted. My heart had been changed, and I was praying, Lord, we have got to be part of the solution. You've got to send us a child. We cannot stand by and, and watch this. So off to my wife, and I said, okay, you're right. <laughs> We're getting another baby. And uh, I made the phone call to an uh, organization that I thought might have a spare child. <laughs> and uh, spoke for about three minutes. They asked me a few questions. At the end of it, they said, uh, sorry, there's, there's no way that you are eligible to take on another child. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Well, that's a surprise. So what do you do? Let me explain to you uh, what happens in my mind when I'm praying. This is it's just a picture to help me understand what's going on. So when I pray, um, I picture that I'm getting within whisper distance of my father. I'm getting real close. And that's, that's not a small thing to um, approach the living God. And I get close enough to reach out and start rolling up his sleeves. And so it's, Lord, I made the phone call, and they said no. And I have no idea what to do next. Would you work on my behalf? I'm just rolling up the sleeve. Lord, I called again. They said they'll call me back, but they haven't. I'm just rolling up the sleeve. Lord, they said... Um, They'll come and visit us to tell us to stop calling. <laughs> and I'm rolling up God's sleeve. I'm asking God to make a change that only he can on my behalf. One year later, um, a little girl moved in to be part of our family. God changed the circumstances. And that girl is now threatening to tell Jesus about our lack of parenting skills. <laughs> so, God works on my behalf to bring about the change. And I get to say, yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. That's the prayer. Um, in a moment, 
you'll be called, you'll be offered the opportunity to come to the front here and be prayed for. I wonder if you'd want to, like, if you'd like to think about what's going on in your life. Maybe picture all of your anxieties sitting around you. Maybe it's finances, so maybe you want to grab hold of your finances and think about that. Maybe you want to put your hand on some part of your body that's aching. Maybe there's grief you want to point to. Maybe you've got a super big impossible vision God's given to you and you just want to look it straight in the eyes. And maybe to all of these things and everything else that could possibly be going on in your life, you'd want to stand up and say, I am going to tell Jesus about you. And as you do that, day in, day out, I pray that you'll be blessed in Jesus' name.